Hey, it's Alan Berg. Before we get to this episode, I've had some interest in doing either a mastermind or a master class before winning MBA this year, either on the Monday or the Tuesday. If you'd like to show interest and see what the different options are and let me know what you might be interested in, the prices, the times are all there. Go to podcast.allenberg.com. Click the button to take the two-question survey. Really simple. And if you haven't gotten your tickets for Wedding MBA yet, use the coupon code Allen. my name, A-L-A-N, at WeddingMBA.com. Save $20 off any ticket. Go to podcast.allenberg.com. Take the two-question survey. I'll see you in Vegas this year. Want to know how to plan kinder events? Listen to this episode for some ideas. Welcome to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Berg. I'm a speaker, author, sales trainer, website reviewer, and I help businesses like yours sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. Enjoy this episode. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I love when I hear creative ideas and running into people just by chance at a conference. And this is exactly what happened at the Cater Source Conference. I ran into Howard Goldberg from PlanKind. And he introduced me to Robert Colt from PlanKind. And you guys are wondering what that is. But first of all, welcome. Welcome to the show today. Thank you. So, uh, Howard, you came up to me at, at my booth and, you know, a lot of people are there and they're caterers and they're venues and they're wedding planners and event planners and stuff like that. And, and that's not what you guys do. But what you do is you help people that are planning events do more good. And I know I'm not giving this justice here. So, uh, Robert, Howard, I- explain to us, what is plan kind? All right. Well, maybe uh, it would be good to kind of uh, go back in time a little bit, just explain why this business came to be. Sure. Um, you know, my background uh, started uh, in, in events at Johnson & Johnson, uh, where I produced and managed a wide range of uh, meetings and, and special events for the company around the country. And uh, although each of these events had their own unique purpose, they all had one thing in common. Um, they always had items left over at the end of the event that were thrown out that could have been put to good use. Food, floral arrangements, the trade shows had tons of giveaways and promotional items and tote bag. It goes on and on. So after I left J&J years later, I said, there's got to be something we could do with all this stuff. And I created this business that basically uh, what we do is we send a team of people into the event at the end. We called them rescue squads. And they would go into the event and they would rescue, let's say, floral arrangements that were uh, used the centerpieces and room decor. And we'd uh, redirect them to local hospitals, nursing homes, cancer centers to bring some much needed cheer to uh, the elderly and people that are sick. The catering staff had a lot of uh, uh, food left over. We would redirect that to local soup kitchens, et cetera. And so we've been doing that for a number of years uh, for clients across the country, both um, individuals planning weddings and private parties, companies planning meetings and banquets, et cetera. And uh, one day uh, we were doing events for, started doing events about a year or two before the pandemic hit for uh, Ritz-Carlton Hotels. And they were launching this program called um, Community Footprints. And basically the essence of it is they wanted to show support to the communities where their hotels were located. And they asked us uh, if we had any creative ideas as to how we can help them leave a footprint behind in the communities where their hotels are located. So uh, the woman that was leading up this event in Boston, which was the first uh, launch of it, 
uh, actually was a breast cancer survivor. And she wanted to give back to women that were, had gone through the same issues that she had. And so we ended up donating these really pretty chemo caps that actually this woman in the UK made. Uh, she was a breast cancer survivor herself and she twisted them around a little circle and put uh, greenery at the bottom and they looked like roses. Uh -huh. So at the end of the event, our rescue squad came into the, the Ritz event and they picked up the flowers from the event, but also these chemo cap roses and we delivered them to the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. So you're not and just that, recycling stuff that was for that event. In this case, you're right. actually adding to it. Correct. And what, so to me, it was like, I think back, that was sort of the first seed that was planted for the business we're launching now. And uh, when the pandemic hit, it was like, you know, all bets are off. Everything was changing and no <laughs> events were being done. And I started thinking the last, the last few years, man, there's a lot of people in need now. If there were ever people in need, it's now. And uh, also, you know, let's face it, there's a shortage of uh, kindness and empathy in this world these days. And I just started putting the piece of the puzzle together. And I said, when the events kick back into gear, I want to try to help spread uh, joy and kindness to more people. And that's kind of the, how this event uh, idea came together. Yeah, I've, I've heard little smatterings of this through the years. Uh, there's somebody who's probably listening, a friend of mine, David Rothstein in Chicago, who's got a wedding band. And for many years, he's been collecting the flowers at the end of the event with the permission of the couple right. and bringing them to nursing homes, shelters, uh, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's been doing this for years. Yeah, but that's a that's a one off thing. This is right. nationwide, right? This is is Correct. this worldwide or is this nationwide? Well, it will be, but okay. we'll, one step at a time. <laughs> one step at a time. So yeah. this is any event, any size event, big or small, that somebody right. feels there are going to be things left over. OK, so flowers seems to be a logical thing a lot of people they, they leave the flowers they have these beautiful centerpieces they're going to get tossed out food doesn't that get a little bit trickier like like it has it can't have left the kitchen or something like that yeah yeah and, and, and so let me just say that that's why we've kind of kind of moved our focus towards not the items left at the event but what can the event do to help people in the community you know, it doesn't have to be something like that. We did an event once at, at Ritz-Carlton Hotels in the, excuse me, uh, the New York Plaza Hotel. Uh, and it was a beautiful, ritzy event, hundreds of guests. And as we're walking down the side street, there was this homeless family sitting on a blanket and they were begging for money to feed themselves. And I just, I'll never get out of my head the picture of them sitting there hungry and this event taking place. Right. So I just felt like it was really important that the this business strategy that we're employing can help these people. And that's why I decided with, with the, the lack of kindness that seems to be pervasive now, I wanted to figure out a way to expand our reach. Um, so it doesn't have to depend on what's left of the event. It's just plan it forward, I always, I'll, I'll say. So plan it forward so your events can help those in need in the very same community where your event's taking place. The beauty of what we do now is in advance, we strategize with the planner or the host and hostess or whatever. And we come up with an action plan that will, because of an event, have an, an, an additional event happen that will perpetuate kindness. And that can be very specific, creative, unique, match the theme of the event. And because of the event happening, we're, we, we 
create this act of kindness and we make a record of it so that we can share the results of what we did with the the guests the host and hostess the company that's producing the event and they can use that as pr to share with their community just what took place what great things happened because of the event that they did and because of the planning that they did and you said so you're creating another event a no, separate well, event an act of kindness. An act of kindness. Act of I mean, kindness. Using not, the not, term loosely. Oh, got it. You know, and, and I think the key that makes what we're doing unique is that we're, it's not just for the, 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 an act of kindness for the sake of it. What we're trying to do is we're trying to connect the event to the people that are in need. Right. And we're doing that in a unique way by tying in the act to some aspect or characteristic of the event being planned. So yeah. that whether that be, let's say a, a couple is planning a wedding for 200 guests. What we'll do is we'll provide a local food pantry or food bank or soup kitchen with enough food to feed the exact same number of children as their guests at their wedding. Got it. Um, a, a client is planning their annual gala at an art museum like the Guggenheimer Museum of Modern Art in New York. We'll provide art supplies to art therapy programs for children with autism. Um, so, so what we're doing is trying to correlate or connect the dots between some aspect of the event to right. those people who help. And if, and if a client uh, has a particular cause that they're passionate about, we'll modify the act to benefit that particular, the needs of that particular organization. Right. So if a company that's listening wanted to do this as an ongoing thing for themselves, they can say, yeah. every time we do an event, this is going to happen. Correct. And that's a selling point for them uh, if their clients care, right? Because, you know, right. some people are going to care about this more than others. But if right. they care, that, that could be a selling point to say, I'm going to choose this company. Yes, I like their services, but I also like that they're doing this and that I feel like we're doing more good for the community. Correct? Yes. Correct. So a company or a, a, a an event space can, can be known as producing events that are branded plan kind. Right. And, and that that's, again, that's what I'm getting to is a lot of people I've seen on their websites where they talk about their giving, they'll have a page about their giving. Sure. It, it might be occasional. It might be ongoing or something like that, but this is an opportunity for someone who's not currently doing that, who has, again, a cause that's important to you, or you could offer, um, I, I think of like with Subaru cars, I remember them saying, if you buy a car, yeah. here's four different charities. You can choose the one that the donation goes to so that it's not just the thing that's important to you. It's you let them choose what it is. And now the, the clients actually feel like they have a say in this. So um, now in terms of the scaling of something like this, how would this work? Let's say there's a company listening right now in Oklahoma. And mm -hmm. they have a, a, they're doing a wedding. The wedding's coming up in, in six months and they want to do an act of kindness because of that. How do you get involved with them? Well, uh, depending on whether or not they're contacting us directly or through an independent wedding planner, uh, we'll have a series of questions that we'll ask them to get a, a sense of uh, the specs of the event, you know, how many guests, where, where it's being held. Um, and see if there's any creative connections we can make to the venue or, or, or a theme, at the, whatever, color scheme, whatever it is. And how grand of a scale they want to make it, you know, being sensitive to their budget, their goals. Or do they have a particular cause that, like I said before, that they're passionate about? Right. And then we'll create a concept or two and we'll present it to them and explain what the associated costs are for it. And they can pick uh, the concept they like. 
and then we take it from there. Um, so there's really not much that the person who's asking us to do it has to do. Um, once they say go ahead and sign on the dotted line, we take care of everything. So we, you know, make arrange. We have a database, a huge database that I've created of uh, nonprofits and organizations all over the country that uh, is categorized by a specific topic. So let's say it's homeless or uh, um, nursing homes, cancer, whatever it is. So whatever that category is, and so we'll hone in on that community where their event is taking place and try to target a particular organization that would benefit from whatever the act we've come up with. Right. Uh, during COVID, one of the things that happened, we all had some time, uh, a friend of mine kind of guilted me into putting up a video of me playing the piano and, <laughs> uh, and people were surprised because they didn't know that I played. And when somebody says they play, they're like, oh, you play. Okay. You play chopsticks or whatever, but no, I can actually play. So it surprised people. And after the second video, someone said, where's your tip jar? And I said, well, I don't want a tip jar, but I saw that you could add a charity link. So what was important to me was food banks, food insecurity. Mm -hmm. And I started adding tip jars, air quotes here for those of you that are listening, not watching, for Feeding America and other uh, other food banks. And these videos, a little bit later, I added Ukraine causes. We've raised almost $4,000 just from me putting a video on Facebook. I mean, just crazy, just things yeah. like that. And yeah. that's where the little bit can add up with this. So- if someone still wanted to donate the flowers or something like that, you could still help them with that. In yeah, we can still we can still do that. But our, our like I said, our focus is right. kind of moving towards this. Right. But in terms of a grander thing, if they say I want to donate the art supplies, but these flowers are going to be left over, oh, could you, you take care of that too? Yes. Right. Um, yeah, because and, the, because the end, because the end result is someone is getting joy from it. So exactly, exactly. Uh, and again, I know that food is a little bit more difficult, but we do have a lot yes. of caterers listening. Uh, so is it possible still to to donate food that is left over from an event? Yeah, the, the, the criteria would have to be that the food, uh, lots of times, uh, let's say hotels or banquet halls, they'll have extra food that they have on, on hand in case the guest count like increases near, right. close to the event. That food can be donated as long as it's uh, properly uh, handled and, and maybe kept refrigerated prior to the pickup. Um, it's not food that's out at a uh, a buffet table right. or been served to the guests. Right. So, and then so we we will, with the help of the kitchen staff, we'll pack that up and uh, get it right Make over to the soup kitchen. Yeah, what, what I had heard is as long as it hasn't left the kitchen yet, it yeah. can be packed up and, and gone. And obviously, obviously Correct. kept rightly. So just Correct. in case anybody's asking about that, because we know there's always lots of extra food, not the stuff that's on the buffet. People didn't eat. If it hasn't right. left the kitchen yet, it can get packed up there. So uh, art supplies, great idea. There are definitely some people listening who are at museums. That's a perfect mm -hmm. tie-in. If you're in a museum, you do an event here, we're going to donate art supplies. What mm -hmm. are some of the other ideas that uh, that you've done? Well, let's say uh, the New York Public Library. They do huge events there. Uh, there is no shortage of uh, inner city schools or disadvantaged communities that could use books. So, um, in fact, we did an event at the library and we rescued the flowers and we put them in these glass vases and the front of the vase, because it was a rectangle, was the cover of a book. Mm. So it looked like a book vase, you know. So we that's where it is. We, we try to be creative in how we help uh, uh, people in the community. Let's say someone's doing a, a theme event. It's a sports theme. Okay. okay, so forget about the type of venue. Let's say it's a, a themed event and it's a sports theme. We'll provide sports equipment to uh, camps, summer camps for children with developmental disorders. Um, we did an event for Ritz-Carlton Hotels at Yankee Stadium. Okay. And um, 
we ended up coming up with this idea of donating uh, Yankee baseballs and gloves to youth programs uh, in the New York area. Um, that was a, a no pun intended, but a big hit. <laughs> yeah, we, we had one with National Speakers Association one year. I always arrange a jam session. So we have this jam session and we have something called the All-Star Band. And one year we went to Indianapolis and we were going to rent musical equipment. And it turned out it was actually cheaper to buy it than to rent it. Now, we didn't buy the same quality that we might have rented, but we had $2,000 worth of new equipment. I said, well, what are we going to do with this? And we ended up donating it to the Boys and Girls Club of Indianapolis. We went and gave them new guitar, bass, amps, keyboard, drums. I mean, we gave them all this brand new equipment. And again, so much better than having rented it. The money is gone. Now something better was so it can live on. Sometimes it's better to strategize with a client in advance while they're planning so that some of the decisions that they make will work with our plan of action afterwards. For instance, um, in Texas, the wedding that was done, the carpeting that was used uh, under the tents. Why don't you share just a tidbit of that? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about actually, uh, and they had signage there. I mean, there's just, this stuff can live on. It has a purpose, you know, and, and so we try to find a, a, the opportunity to to pass it on. Habitat for Humanity got to, to get the carpeting after an, yeah. a lavish wedding. You're, you're, you're speaking that. my language. My wife and I spent and the weekend cleaning out our attic. We donated five boxes of books to the local library. We went to Habitat for Humanity with two carfuls of stuff. And then we went to Goodwill with two other carfuls of stuff that That's wasn't great. the stuff that Habitat wanted. So again, you're just speaking my language here in terms of uh, this I, clothing that we give away. I look at it in the closet and go, you know what? It's not getting worn. It, it's in good shape. It's not getting worn. Give it. I gave away twelve suits. I gave away thirty-five shirts. I mean, it's just, you know, this. If you're not using it, what good is it doing sitting in the closet? Right. And I always look. I see the trade shows. You know, you've seen this when they're breaking down the trade shows. Yep. And there's all this stuff. Right. Um, I buy my tables right instead of renting a table, and then I give it away. Either mm-hmm. to a local friend, or one time I went to Goodwill and I gave him a table. I gave him the carpeting that I had bought. Same thing. After the trade show, I went and did that. That's a small scale. That that's me doing it myself. But you know, we think about people do uh, you know uh, wedding expos. They do trade shows. They do these things where again, what do you do with this stuff? How much stuff is ending up in a dumpster? So a, a lot of it is a do-it-yourself uh, yeah. concept that we hope many people continue to pick up and perpetuate. And we hope perhaps that our service brings this to the forefront and people begin to make this part of their regular mantra, but it's easier said than done sometimes. And that's where we step in. That's where we can really make it happen. So this could be through the planners, wedding and event planners, DMCs, things like that, but it could also be through really anybody in an event, right? The, The venue itself, the caterer, but anybody could get involved with this and talk to their client and say, would you like to do something bigger? Would you like to do, do right. Right. And then we could, I'm sorry, okay. but we could tell our, we tell our story and we're going to put that on our website and a link to our website and to the story can be shared with our clients so that they can use that to let their community know, you know, what great things just took place because of what they've done. Are you seeing people doing this maybe instead of favors or gifts that they're giving out? Yeah. Well, right now people, you, we run across my, my background in event planning, you know, a a lot of times I run into a client, 
I've run into political clients who are running a campaign. They're being judged on how lavish the event is. <laughs> and they're like, we want to do it nice, but we don't want it to look like we're wasting money. Okay. Okay. So the, there's an impression of the, of the public that's at hand here. So if you pair it up with something like what we're doing, all of a sudden the focus is on the greatness that we've created as a result of having the event. And then you feel a lot better about spending extra money doing something lavish because you've made it a point to prioritize doing something good, doing something kind. So a little yeah. reciprocity, reciprocity, a little guilt at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alan, you mentioned uh, clothing before. And, yeah. uh, you know, the actual perform could relate to the type of event, like a, let's say it's a fashion show. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll help coordinate the donation of clothing to children that are homeless or fleeing war-torn countries like Ukraine. Um, so, you know, we, it's just that about connecting the dots between what's taking place at that event and planning it forward to help others. So how would people get involved with this with you? I'll put it into the show notes, of course, but how would somebody who's listening right now and says, you know what, I'm feeling this, I, I'm feeling this, I want to get involved with this, what should they do? Well, they should reach out to us through our website. Um, we have a toll-free number they can call. Um, of course, you know, email. Um, we're uh, starting to put together the because everything is kind of a work in progress, but we're putting together a social media platform across various mediums. So, um, but the website is probably the best place to start. Um, and I have a phone number on it, like I said, and just give us a call and we'll get things rolling with you. And um, the website is uh, www.plankindevents.com www.plankindevents.com. We'll have that again in the show notes. We'll put the phone number there. We'll put the email in there as well. Mm -hmm. um, one last story. Give us give us one more story, something you've done, something like, I have to share this one. This was so cool. Yeah. Well, let me just throw in before I quickly say that. Sure. I want to tell you one thing that is kindness doesn't necessarily have to stop with helping uh, people. Let's say you're passionate about animals um, that are abused or endangered. Um, you know, we can perform acts of kindness to help them as well. And let's not, let's say, you know, another thing that's in need of major need of kindness, the planet. Um, one of the other things that we'll also be doing is uh, giving uh, people the opportunity to help address climate change through their events. And how we're going to do that is we develop relationships with um, several uh, organizations that help uh, plant trees to try to combat you know the ozone layer problems mm -hmm. and so if someone's planning an event and they've got 20 banquet tables we'll help plant 20 trees to offset the carbon footprint that their event leaves behind so kindness doesn't just stop at right. our fellow man it goes beyond that so i just want to make a mention of that sure um i'll tell you one rather real closing real great story was uh, we did an event in texas and uh, it was actually simultaneously being planned in Dallas, uh, Houston, and San Antonio. And the uh, person that was running the event uh, grew up as a foster, in the foster care system. And they wanted to kind of plan it forward, if you will, and help people and similar children in a similar situation. So we started reaching out to various foster care uh, organizations in the state of Texas. And it was interesting. We found out that there was something that they all offered 
to help children that are dealing with the difficulties of going through foster care. And, you know, they cart their, uh, their belongings from one home to another in a trash bag. And so we found these really beautiful tote bags and matching backpacks. Um, and apparently the programs that they put in place to help these children is called equine therapy. And they get the kids a chance to uh, get close with the horses. They pet them, hug them, and they just, it makes them feel so good. And it really helps uh, deal with the stress that they live through. Uh, and so we found these, these tote bags and these backpacks, um, and, uh, they had horses on them. <laughs> so it's sort of tied it all together. Right. And uh, needless to say, we, I think we reached out to eight different foster care organizations throughout Texas, and uh, it was a big hit. So yeah. these are the ways that we can help uh, people planning weddings and companies planning, uh, planning meetings and events help the people in need right around the corner from when their events take place. Fantastic. Fantastic. So plankindevents.com. We will put the show notes uh, with the contact information, email, phone number, all of that in there as well. Uh, if, you, if your heart is not feeling warmer right now, um, I don't know what to say to you. So Howard, thank you for coming to my booth. Robert, thank You're you for, for thank joining you. us here as well. Uh, I want to hear the success stories. So circle this back on. I and we'll make uh, sure we do that. Thanks for coming on with me today. Appreciate okay. it. Plan it forward. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's Alan Berg. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. If you'd like to make a suggestion for a topic or for a guest, you can do that with Ask Me Anything on the button at podcast.allenberg.com. And if you'd like to find out about having me do sales training or speaking for your group or association, and that could possibly be for free, we have some good ideas, contact me at alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode and hearing your suggestions. Thanks.